ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, dying times here. That's right, we are talking Sawsgiving on Kill by Kill. Well, greetings and salutations, internet. It's your old pal, Patrick Hamlet, coming to you once again from Sawtown, USA, where everything's a little bit green been green since 2004 or some fucking thing i don't know i don't know where this takes place outside of canada this is the kill by kill podcast where we are dedicated to celebrating the least discussed component of any horror film the characters now we're going to unpack all the goriest of details of this saw film that i'm not going to reveal yet in the hopes that a uh a cop that's hot on the trail that his untimely end is just the beginning of the jokes that we can make at his expense and as always there's only one person i trust that if i leave her a series of envelopes she'll open the right ones at exactly the right time and won't get confused because every second every fucking mini cassette recorder looks exactly the same the one, the only, Gina Radcliffe. How are you doing today, Gina? I'm, I'm, I'm doing all right, but I don't think that I would use the word uh, untimely for anybody's deaths in this because everything <laughs> seems aggressively timed in this. <laughs> yeah, but, but they're also not in a hurry. <laughs> no, they, just... sure, they sure aren't, are they? No, I mean, this a, is... A lot the... of times they, they spend, you know... Precious min- the precious last few minutes of their life just screaming at each other. <laughs> and also not listening to one another, which I think is one of those things that if you're living in Sawville, like at some point when someone says, don't open that door, <laughs> ah, don't open the fucking door, I'm thinking, you know, well, maybe. You, well, you know, I'm also, you know, I would say don't stick your face within inches of the murder doll. <laughs> that that's something that you you want to avoid doing. Yes. And it, speaking of getting your face too close to a murder doll, uh, I don't want to alarm you, Gina, but we are not alone. That's right. We have a special guest. And of course, you know him as one of the gang from one of our favorite podcasts, We Hate Movies, the one the only Steven Sadek. How are you doing today, Steve? Thank you guys both so much for having me. I am also really glad that you didn't go for the obvious. And speaking of murder dolls, here's Steven Sadek. <laughs> I was like, oh, here it comes, this son of a bitch. I'm glad I mean, it didn't happen. You're cute. You're white. I mean, you could make I'm, the one-to-one there. I am but. a very short man. Um, <laughs> but thank you guys for having me. And yes, I do think that this movie takes place in Emerald City. Like, this is the greenest of all these movies that I've seen so far. It is aggressively green when it isn't obsessively gray. And then at the beginning, it's like, why don't we throw in some brown? <laughs> <laughs> it's picking all the worst colors to put to splash upon a screen that you could possibly do. And it's like, well, here's a bouillabaisse of. <laughs> yeah, um, I um, this is my third venture with the soft franchise. I saw the first one uh, in theater, saw the second one. And now I've, I've skipped and went to the fourth one. But I did read the Wikipedia plot summary. So you're welcome. <laughs> that is more effort than I put into it. Uh, I I saw the first one eons ago as it just like splashed across cable. And I said, well, that's a thing that I don't need to invest any more time in. That's, it's not to say 
that others, you know, I can see this as a certain generations. This was my introduction to horror. Or I thought this was really cool. And then I started watching better movies. Like they have <laughs> a, an, an, an emotional investment in it that I do not. And that I put into, you know, trash like Friday the 13th and the nightmare on Elm street, you know, whether or not anything's better than the, the other, I'll leave to somebody else. But I will say, I don't need to do Saw's Giving 2021. And that's a spoiler <laughs> alert. One, I'm glad to be on the one and only. Yeah, this is a kill-by-kill kill exclusive. <laughs> I'm going to leave the rest of these to someone who has more genuine enthusiasm for them. Because maybe it deserves it. I wouldn't know. But I found it confusing and a skosh boring but everyone is really trying for a movie that i don't seem to be watching it seems to be something more um nervous full of energy and everyone's pounding walls and i'm like i don't i don't really care like get to the next thing where you press the micro cassette already i I don't know why we're having this domestic drama or looking at someone the cover of civil engineering magazine (laughs) (laughs) or what which magazine is he it's like an interview with the 95 biggest criminal masterminds i think that's actually the the little banner headline which is like ridiculous and maybe that's a joke on purpose or maybe this movie's that stupid in either case more of that please yeah i yeah if it went in that direction Direction and they just had a tiger beat butt for serial killers. <laughs> it was all like, you won't believe what Jigsaw's up to now. Or, oh, here's Jason and you, you could decorate his bedroom. You know, <laughs> like, that's what I want. I want more of that. When I saw the first movie, which I barely remember, to be honest with you. I mean, I remember the big twist ending and I remember yeah. the guy, you know, sawing Teehee his own foot <laughs> off. I, I I remember that. And I thought, okay, well, here's a guy building these incredibly elaborate traps yeah. to 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 punish quote unquote bad people. Uh-huh. And but now it's like, oh, he's very sad. <laughs> he's got a reason for this. He's not just crazy. And and I don't mean to like minimize the the event that drives him to kill Probably by the end, oh, there are like eight of these, I think. <laughs> yeah, so, yes. and counting. So, so presumably he's in the double digits of murdering yeah. people. Mm-hmm. And for over a, an event that unfortunately is pretty common. Yep. And yeah. and it's, it's where, I mean, it's tragic, but everybody has known someone, you know, has gone through this experience that he's had and they managed to get through it without murdering, <laughs> you know, eight, 11 billion people. Yes. Yeah, and the but, miscarriage, the weird thing is, I mean, it's, it's sad and, and you know, the, it's kind of interesting because they try and play it like more quote unquote realistic because it's not like I was expecting and thankful. I'm glad I didn't get this like a saw level miscarriage oh, that yeah, is visited yeah, yeah. upon his wife. It is just sort of like a quick violent accident kind of a thing. But yeah, it turns into this reactionary boomer thing where he gets to go off and like kind of wreak mayhem because he was robbed even the slightest bit of incredible happiness kind of a thing yeah now he's built himself a man cave where (laughs) he builds death traps (laughs) and everyone who walks into it in this in this movie is like uh 
this has a bad energy to it. He's like, just you wait. I have an antique clock. Oh, okay. I just like how he leaves out like horrible drawings of these traps. Just, you know, leave them sitting around. He's been doodling like we all do. Like some people are like, I wonder if Pikachu was super fat. And some people are like, what if you hung up somebody upside down by, you know, razor wire? But back okay. when he, before his supervillain origin, when he was just John Kramer, when he's kind of like, um, you know, Ted Kaczynski teaching at Caltech or whatever, you know, like regular, regular uh, version of him. Uh-huh. He he, they, he shows his wife uh, this 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 space, and he shows her the doll, like the the, the and she, and he's like, right for our kid, and I feel like she has to be like, no, no. oh my god, no. No, I grew up in a bedroom that had two clown uh, portraits that were Ugh. like uh, needlepoint mm-hmm. that were sort of like passed down to me. And they stared at me for a very long time, Steve, <laughs> at, at night, particularly when the, the the very haunting music that scared me as a small child, uh, the theme to the Pink Panther, would play <laughs> through my head. I, that is not a joke. I love I'm it. Legitimately so scared cute. of that jazzy little tune. <laughs> it's meant to evoke someone coming into your fucking house <laughs> and stealing your shit. <laughs> and Folk- that is very scary to a five-year-old. Folks at home, that's how you grow a horror podcaster. Is you do exactly <laughs> that. It's a it's a one-to-one step. <laughs> So uh, I don't want a wooden puppet with the spirals on the cheeks. Like there's no part of that that says a kid will love this at all. And it's also like partly partially wood and some of them explode in your face. (laughs) It's this this whole thing is really involved with. The ins and outs. The, the I think the I mean, like I was actually the most viscerally moved, and not moved in a, in a real way, but moved in like kind of disgusted by the autopsy. I was surprised how much they go for it in that autopsy. Yes. Well, yeah, let's get I, right I into was it. I was eating a sandwich while I'm like, well, <laughs> I regret this. <laughs> yeah, I did this so one like four ish o'clock, and I was like, I'm glad I'm not eating, and I'm sorry. Did you finish the sandwich? Eventually, yes. <laughs> Good for you. Good for you. But we should probably reveal what this actual movie is because oh, I don't believe we have. It is Saw 4. It's Saw 4, everyone. That, that's what won. Uh, <laughs> Saw 6 was way ahead on Twitter. And then for some reason, Saw 5 had a, a very nice lead for a while. But when I combined all of the social media things, Saw 4 eked out by two votes. So that's what we're watching. I I have no point of reference outside of knowing pop culturally what Saw is. And it starts like every movie I want to watch straight up some dude's wang. I just (laughs) want unit. Do we get a clear shot of that dick or what? What's going on? I have the unrated edition and you get to see it both straight on. Okay. From from the perspective of his feet right up in there. It's a little shadowy in the taint area. I have a pause right okay. now. And Gina- then, and it's a beautiful tracking shot, just hanging <laughs> right across his feet so that Quentin Tarantino, something for the Quint. Mm-hmm. And then when it passes back in a different shot, then you get it from profile so that you can really go, is there an angle to the dangle? <laughs> the answer is yes. So is it like the opening is basically the opening of uh, Star Wars 77 of the first... Uh, <laughs> Star Destroyer, but it's just his ding-dong. 
the Death Star, the Star Destroyer truly is this guy's unit. And he has everything to be proud of. Listen, we don't we don't need to judge everyone's penis on the show, even though we do. Gina, I think we both watched this on Amazon because we both had the same hilarious uh, description. Yes. I felt like I saw less dick than this. Yeah, I, I, didn't, I don't remember the upshot. I definitely remember the, the profile shot. Okay, this is important to know. Yeah, I I have the unrated uh, the the Blu-ray set was on sale from Walmart for eight ninety nine, and I, I said, well, what if I what if this becomes a tradition? I don't know. Someone at the library is going to have a lot of saw movies coming their way, and that's okay. Another generation will benefit from this. But you're right. I do love that they're peeling up his skull and you know cutting into him, and it requires effort. Here's what I don't like about it and that is the coroners themselves seem to be going ew this is like <laughs> this is like 2 p.m dude this is all you do <laughs> yeah that's true you shouldn't be shocked or disgusted by it even a little like, bit like oh this serial killer's brain is so extra bloody no it isn't it's the same amount of blood like anybody else who walks in that joint well, although I think if you even- are walking into a coroner you also have a problem that's not to yourself. I think one of them even says, like, this guy had a bad day. I'm like, doesn't everybody <laughs> in your line of experience, sir? What body comes into the morning like, this guy won the lottery? <laughs> Check all... out this lucky son of a bitch. Yeah. The sunny side of the street lands right here on this slab. But they also handle his brain like it's a time bomb. They're like, oh, I don't know about this one. I might catch serial killer cooties from it. But right away, they find a message in his tummy, just like that police song, Message in a Tummy. (laughs) And it is revealed that at some point in the past. Oh, they love uh, flashbacks. Roughly 65% of this movie is flashbacks. (laughs) I don't want to end up with that that fucking like uh, you know cinema sins bullshit like, but there is several incidents in this movie in which it appears as if multiple people are having the same flashback, or yeah. is that a tale being told and I just get to see it? I, I mean, the, the problem with this movie is it's incredibly complicated as to what time it is, which is yeah. a weird movie with an actual ticking clock. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, but it's like. It's trick. The whole idea is it's going to trick you. You think this is all happening. You think that this is happening chronologically. You think Jigsaw is dead the whole time. Oops. Meanwhile, this is happening while part three, I guess, is sort of happening for the most I guess, part. Yeah, sure. I, I assume that too, that that rather pudgy man is who runs in and goes, where's my daughter? And you're like, I don't, yeah, I don't know you. I've got a are, lot of shit going on, dude. Apparently these are supposed to be concurrent, like three and four. So four is technically not a sequel to three. They're happening at the same time. Which, it's a parallel Yeah, I, I gleaned from reading an article. <laughs> I, I didn't. I had no idea from watching the movie what was happening. I just thought that this guy, Jeff... <laughs> was this somebody that I had overlooked earlier in the movie or, you know, another one of his victims who had escaped at some point. I, uh-huh. I'm like, I'm just going to go with it because another problem with the movie, besides it's, it's a liberal use of flashbacks, <laughs> is liberal use of actors that all look like each other. Yes. yes. Oh, my God. Like they, one of them could wear a cap. <laughs> One of them can have a beard. Yep. Oh, wait, wait a second. One of them does have a beard, and it looks like something out of. You remember that that toy that you would create a magnetic beard Willy for Willy. people? <laughs> yes, it it looks like Willy Willy Pro at, at best. <laughs> 
because well, but thing- I just think if you've been if you've been trapped in a basement for that long, like it's okay that like maybe Jigsaw shaved him. Like just have long hair. <laughs> what the fuck is this? I, Don't give me a fake beard. Yeah, the the dude who plays the the lead detective who gets called in to read the tape and who you think is a good guy. Oops, he's a bad guy. Yeah, and the dude from the Gilmore Girls literally look like the same person and somebody yes. needs glasses somebody needs a mustache give somebody yeah. a scar some streaks maybe take the wig <laughs> off the guy from gilmore G- girls head that'd be cool too yeah give someone some frosted tips like you <laughs> That's know cool. a little That's yeah yeah and i just i really did enjoy that cutaway shot to uh jimmy jigsaw uh, <laughs> swallowing like covering a, a, a micro cassette and wax and just stuffing it in his mouth and you're like so he swallowed that wallet size package <laughs> with dry, like not even with a cup of fucking water. By the Come way, on. whilst dying of cancer too, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like his mouth is definitely dry and his digestive system isn't working properly. Sorry to say. Yeah. Yeah. No, because it doesn't really eat it right. Like he really is determined that, like, oh, I'm going out in the next five to six hours, I guess. Because otherwise your stomach acid would actually eat that ass that wax away. It's not gonna stay in there forever. Come on, everybody. <laughs> but well, that's, that's that's your most implausible thing you took away from yeah, this movie. It's all everything else totally tracks. Gina, that's that's the spoiler alert. <laughs> Everything else works out perfect. Well, he does. He's got it all planned, guys. He yeah. knows exactly what every, every, anytime somebody farts, this guy knows exactly what time it's going to happen. <laughs> it is just, I mean, like this movie especially is so absurd with that stuff. With the, the 90 minute clock we have is yeah. just make it six hours and then it's somewhat <laughs> believable. You know what I mean? Like, yes. Because it takes a while to drive to places. It takes a while to get someone's attention if you're going we- to their hospital or whatever, picking people up. I can't think of a single incident in which I watch a car move. They're just like, can't <laughs> yes. afford it. Yep. <laughs> it's either parked or in the back. That's 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 what we can do. We just got to stay in this office. We just got to stay in this man cave. <laughs> and that's it. They can't they can't afford to travel. The the cop who comes in here and I was like, "Where do I know that guy from?" And it's Costas Mandalore who was on that uh uh, that CBS show that wanted to be Twin Peaks but wasn't it, it, Picket Fences. That's what it was, Picket Fences. And he was a little slip of a thing, and he was Australian, and you could really tell back then. <laughs> but now he's barely talking, like he's not really moving his lips a lot, and it's disguising it a lot more. But he also just could be a honey baked ham wearing a soup for <laughs> soup for all I know. Yeah, he's not good. No. <laughs> if this was supposed to launch him to the stratosphere, it did not work. I really thought he was, now to add a third person this guy looks like, aside from Scott Patterson, who's also in this fucking movie, uh, I thought he was a dude in Sopranos, if you guys watched it, the guy, the construction guy that, like, flirts with Carmela and almost cheats on, cheats with her, um, and I was like, the whole time, I was like, it's that guy, and then I looked him on IMDb, and I was, I was just sort of, like, trying to make anything happen for my brain while watching this movie, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Trying to get some neurons to fire, and it just barely worked. Yeah, so uh, Detective Honey Baked, you know, <laughs> clicks play, which is also something I don't know why anyone does, but everyone is addicted to immediately when they see when they see that that micro cassette. Like, I gotta hear what this guy's doing. We gotta get into this, and it never turns out well for anybody, and yet they keep doing it. 
Yeah, people so, are just, well, that's the whole thing. You know, this whole twist at the end was that this cop who repeatedly just walks into rooms without, like, making sure it's safe and all. <laughs> and sure enough, how does he die? He walks into a room without making sure that it's safe. <laughs> it's Chekhov's entrance. And he <laughs> I mean, we're told it's going to happen, and then lo and behold, it happens. And then another guy makes the same fucking mistake. <laughs> and we don't know what happens to Detective Luke from Gilmore Girls. We, we don't know what his fucking fate is. Well, Maybe that- that's revealed in five. I'll never know. <laughs> don't tell me on Twitter I, either. I, I don't need to know. Well, that's the thing is that when you talked about Nightmare on Elm Street and Friday the 13th, at least those movies, you know what I mean? Like they ended, Jason died every single fucking time and they brought him back. And it's and that's yeah. totally fine because you left the theater being like, I got a movie. Like here, it's always like, <laughs> right. oh, I guess I have to tune in next week to even see what this movie was. You know what I mean? Like I I want to know what the movie was while when I leave the theater kind of a thing. Call me old-fashioned. This is the first time I've ever felt that impulse that I've heard from people when they go into a Marvel movie. And they're like, I don't know who that guy with the eye patch (laughs) is. And who is that lady? Why does she have armor now? And I'm like, weren't you reading Matt Fraction's run from 2008? (laughs) No, no, they weren't. I was. I was miraculously getting laid at the time. But still... I was reading that, and that's why I know. But I'm sure there's a bunch of people yelling into their earphones. That's blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know, man. I just don't. Here's what I do know. Uh, we immediately cut to a very brown crypt where <laughs> there seems to be a, a tussle between uh, one guy whose eyes are sewn shut and Hello, Mary Lou, Prom Night 2's Louis Ferreira uh, with his mouth sewn shut. And I'm like, okay, I recognize one of those guys. They can't communicate. They tussle for a while. They throw a bunch of hatchets. <laughs> and then finally, Louis <laughs> Ferreira does this sort of kickboxer move where he launches himself yep. up by his hands and kicks a guy. And you're like, you later find out this guy's just a lawyer or something. <laughs> like He's just a, a guy with too much hair on his head. I don't know why he's so skilled at the fighting. The kick was pretty impressive, I'll be honest, especially given the circumstances. I think if my mouth is sewn shut, my karate skills decrease significantly. <laughs> well, now, would how would you place your Gymkata skills in this situation? <laughs> like, what do you have to have sewn shut to increase those or decrease them? I, I would any, assume hearing. After any minor surgery, I need a little while, I think, in general, <laughs> minor or major. <laughs> Listen, all of us would love to wander into a town of insane people, find a pommel horse, (laughs) and just start punching the fuck out of people. But that takes practice, and also you got to be in great shape. And I don't know that I have either of those things currently. Give me a year. Maybe, let's see what happens. I, I love when you when he shows up later and he's got like scars and they make him look like he's got Jack Skellington's mouth. <laughs> right. <laughs> he's a little itchy, the killer, a little uh, Halloween town for everybody. <laughs> he looks better than you would have thought, though. He's like, you know, he's kind of making it work for him. He's got the the emo hat on, you know, he's, he's like, yeah. you know, the dark clothes. I'm like, all right, all right. <laughs> yeah, he's he's uh, like uh, Eminem and Eight Mile. Yes. He's really moody. <laughs> he's throwing up mom's spaghetti before this whole big thing. Sure. And I assume that little denouement between the two of them is some sort of allegory for calling customer service to solve a tech issue where the person <laughs> on the phone can't see or do anything about it. They just kept keep telling you to turn something on or off. 
I would love to know because Jigsaw loves to be. I never kill anybody, guys. It's not me. It's just mm-hmm. you know I put them in these insane positions and then oops, they wind up dying. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know. Like and it's always like because they're morally bad because I'm Jigsaw and I think that they're morally bad and like yeah. If that's the case, I kind of always need to know because I don't even know what this fat guy with his eyes gouged out. <laughs> what, what's his problem? You know. Yeah. Is he like just a guy who like was his gardener previously and he looked at him like, I don't like the way he does the grass. You're next, pal. I don't know. I'd love I'd love that backstory because it gives everyone else's backstory. Yes. So first we have to go back to green from brown. Very important. That's how you know something. <laughs> and the confidence that this movie has and that it can just focus on any random guy. And the soundtrack yells, it's him. Like, I know who the fuck that is. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> like, like, this guy's back. <laughs> yes. <laughs> hey, it's. Uh, oh, and it's like, yeah. hey, remember three years ago when you saw that other movie? It's that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I promise you, you know him, don't you? No. All right. You will, because you're going to get a whole lot of them throughout this movie. But the SWAT team has employed one third of a chopping mall robot and they just <laughs> send it inside of this dark lair. Did anyone else see that what could constitute a joke in a saw film, which is very bizarre to me. It's, it's called I robot. It's a little, a lowercase <laughs> I with an uppercase R. I was like, wow, that's a joke. Holy shit. Oh, <laughs> uh, we would have been the only people in the theater laughing. Yeah. I mean, um, for, for a movie in which a guy gets his head crushed by two ice blocks, it's, it's, it's remarkably humorless. <laughs> Yes, I think that's a problem. Like, that's a great joke in any other movie. And here it's just kind of like, well, that happened. Why did it take 90 minutes for it to happen? (laughs) 90 minutes, that feels like 145 at least. And and all it was to teach this other cop a lesson is, hey, you should be less impulsive. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. Really killed four people to prove that to you. Yeah, like maybe he should have been kicked off the force by punching that guy who was abusing his child. Like, yes. I think that's a even thing. Like, there's a lot that I do not like about the police. But if they want to punch child molesters, I'm kind of, that's where I'm like, ooh, I'm wavy here. You know what I mean? Well, that's the thing is that they usually, again, he's got to some moral code and he's like, you're impulsive. Like, that's not a, that's that's a character <laughs> flaw, not really like a moral crime. You know what I mean? Yeah, not- I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to punish you the same way I punish the serial rapist. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you're both deserving of the same fate. Like, you could have driven to that restaurant. Instead, you used DoorDash. <laughs> How you die. Like, no, those aren't equatable things, man. So everyone runs into this little, uh, you know, terrible looking green spot because every place in this town looks like it just leapt out of seven. <laughs> yes. just oh, yeah, they're definitely town. going. I Now, again, I don't know if all the movies kind of follow this, but this is definitely trying to go for a seven vibe where every, everything is universal. Just, everything is just covered in a layer of filth. Yep. Like, everything. This, Everything looks like it was raised in the Titanic and then just put on shore. This is, a, out of the three that I've seen, this is A, the most Seven-esque, and B, the most just grossest. And also, poorest directed, the transitions yeah. are hilariously bad. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, we yeah. Really, we could spend the whole rest of the episodes talking about the quote-unquote cinematography <laughs> in this, which consists of a lot of random slow motion, 
a lot of, you know, somebody hitting the wall, then three more times will hit it. Like, just like there's a music, it's cut like a music video. <laughs> or someone getting thrown into the next scene like it's fucking home improvement. And it's like, <laughs> this is not what we're doing, guys. This is not a masterpiece. <laughs> Like, because all of a sudden it becomes a music video. It and does. you're like, look at this continuous shot. Like, well, I mean, I guess if you were going to do it all the time, but half the time there's just these random flash cuts and the sound of a power saw, which I guess is somewhat connected to the actual theme of the movie. But it also reminds me of every uh, reality show transition, especially competition shows. Yes. Like on Bravo, there's always that. <laughs> <laughs> And they go from one scene to the next. It, it, this film is full of it. So they're on the lookout for Carrie, whoever uh, whoever that is. That she got swift boated. All of her ribs, w- which were on the inside, are now on the outside of her, and that's unfortunate for her. But I don't know if she deserved it or not. Who knows what her sin was? Perhaps <laughs> she was rude to a waiter or some <laughs> shit. Yeah, she 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 never um you know she never fills out her surveys at the end of customer service calls, so that's it. It's time to die, lady. You know their bonuses depend on those, <laughs> and while it, it it takes extra time for you, you have to think about the other side of this equation. They don't want to be in a call center. They have grander dreams, but you don't have to be a dick. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, I do love. There's ADR when they find her, and just someone in the background goes. Someone get those rats off of her. (laughs) And what I really want is someone else to go, you know what? I'm a SWAT member. That's really not my job, Gene. I don't clear rats off of dead bodies. She doesn't mind it. I don't mind it. But we're introduced to Lieutenant Rigg, who I guess is the singular version of Lethal Weapons Lieutenant Riggs. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, I uh, feel like that had to have been some kind of, you know, homage. <laughs> and quite an homage it is. It also wasn't He's, Danny Glover in the first yes, one? Yes, he okay. is. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. All right, I remember two things from the movie. <laughs> hey, look at that. Then we get to watch Rig and Detective Honeybakes, like, <sighs> debate how they can cherish their lives when they live in Sawtown, USA. This is not a place to like, oh, what I really want is like to settle down with my lady in a town where every other person is getting ferried away at a moment's notice to have their nose ring pulled out uh, by a uh, trash truck or some shit. Like, this is, <laughs> is not the happiest part of the country right now. It's gross. And yeah, his, and again, like the guy is just like, hey, man, you're taking this too hard. It's like, that's my partner literally being eaten by rats, you know, like. <laughs> That's every problem. partner I have ends up rat rat eaten. Like <laughs> this is a, a real problem for me. But he's like, "Hey, go home, finish that remodeling." Also, not something someone does to relax. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> remodeling sucks. It is very stressful. I didn't know until I bought home that you have to order a tub two months in advance. You can't just wander in and say, I like that tub. And they're like, great. We have to ship it across the world to get <laughs> it to you. That's what home improvement is like, everyone. So into the scene walk these feds. Uh, we got Special Agent Perez and Special Agent Luke from Gilmore Girls, who appears to... He has more hair in this, right? Yeah, there, there's something going on. 
he's like got a coonskin cap of some kind <laughs> yeah. that's been combed into a style. I just don't know why they didn't, again, give him a hat or give him different hair or just allow him to have his hair. He's fine. He's a very handsome side of beef. Mm-hmm. You just let him be. But, you know, what this movie needed was, of course, more cops. So from what I gather in this scene, the FBI does not believe that Shawnee Smith has enough core strength to actually <laughs> yep. lift uh, Carrie up into this trap. And so they, she must have... An accomplice. So she was an accomplice, but there's another, there's an accomplice once removed out and loose. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I think that's a second accomplice. Is it like a second cousin? Is that how that works? <laughs> yeah. Never, never follow a, a hippie to a second location <laughs> or to a second accomplice. That's a, a joke I'm going to steal and probably ruin with my pronunciation. This is where we get to see that Jigsaw was on the, on the front page of Civil Engineering Magazine. <laughs> How how does that sell at that point in time? Like, how many magazines is he moving of civil engineering magazine? And also, like, if it was a, a trade magazines, don't have glossy cover shots like this, where it's like, yeah, and uh, Fran Lebowitz is like fucking <laughs> taking a vanity shot of you. It's you know, it's like the it's you at a drafting table, and it's awkward looking. Right. It's something that was also used in the local paper that just gets dumped on your driveway. Yeah. It's not you it's not cigar aficionado. I was you know literally I mean? gonna say the exact same thing. It's very brown. Very <laughs> brown. The best way to repair a marriage is to chain one or both of them up to a death trap. You know, any counselor will tell you. So when Rig gets home, you know, we find out that his marriage is in shambles. Then he wakes up in a shower and Jigsaw is like, well, I hope you don't have any plans this evening because I have a wild ride prepared for you. So yes. here, here's like uh, one of many questions I, I have about this movie. Sure. How was Jigsaw aware of his marital problems? <laughs> That's... I- the amount of research the Jigsaw, we'll call it the Jigsaw team, like the Scooby team sure. kind of a thing, would have to get on all like, the dossiers and dossiers of like, they have information on everybody. And like, yeah, how yeah. is he talking about it? Or did they bug his house kind of a thing? Like what's happening? Yeah. Here's one question I have for both of you, and maybe you have the answer, maybe you don't. But what is Jigsaw's... A photo development budget like because <laughs> I would put it in the mid five digits. There's so many photos and I can't imagine that the curbside photo stop that's putting all this together has not put it, you know, they haven't like made a couple leaps to... <laughs> He has a lot of surveillance photos and all these people end up dead. Or is he just printing him, him them himself? You got, you got, you got to go home and do that yourself. You cannot, <laughs> right. especially when there's like people tied up and there's certain ladies naked and you're, yeah. you're, you got this, this fat guy raping people. Like those are photos <laughs> for your home. <laughs> That's right. You have to have a, a special drawer yes. or a special box in the woods, like, like a loose porn mm-hmm. that I used to find as a child. I mean, I guess the idea is there's actually, Detective Honey Baked Ham, and who, who knows that Rig has not been spending enough time with his wife. And, and, yes. and again, is that something you really want to put someone through a prolonged nightmare in which they 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 discover several dead bodies? Yes. They, they're forced to murder someone. You want to put someone 
who was having some minor marriage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so like she the, really does want to work this yeah, out. She's yeah, not, she's not really like, you know, slam the door. I never want to see you again. They, they <laughs> at best, you know, temporarily separated. We need some distance. You're but, obviously going through something. But, but he has to be taught a lesson on how to appreciate his wife. So we're going to help him murder a couple people. Yeah. <laughs> And like, and the the theory of this movie—that's what Shawnee Smith's whole deal is. She goes through this, and it's like, "Wow, thank you, Jigsaw," and like <laughs> decides to become his disciple, which I assume is whatever Honey Baked Ham's deal is. Spoiler: He's the killer at the end, so yeah. he must have had mm-hmm. some sort of a similar experience. Like, I don't know, dude. I'm just fucking traumatized. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, if I'm alive, I I'm locking my door and just never. I, I'm agoraphobic now. Thanks for nothing. And that's yeah. it. We kind of confronted this a little bit when we talked. We went through the whole Nightmare on Elm Street series. And one of the things we discovered is that Freddy Krueger at some point becomes feel-good Freddy. <laughs> he just wants you to get past your personal demons to the other side. And the problem is he kills people to do it. Yep. He's like, you don't like your wheelchair? What if your wheelchair attacks you? See, it's not to be- Oh, <laughs> You think you want drugs? I think you're better than it. Oh, fuck. <laughs> and it happens over and over and over and over again. And now we're in the same thing. Only people aren't like you're either a rapist who works at a no-tell motel or a guy whose wife is like, I know you're going through some shit. Why don't you come with me to my mom's house? <laughs> yeah, Those are not two of the same thing. Nope, they're not. They're definitely not. Or and like even like a guy that like abuses his wife. And also, by the way, the wife being abused is also somebody that needs to learn a lesson, which, you know, yeah. what, Jigsaw <laughs> fucking sit that one out. <laughs> I don't think he's like, he's like, yeah, you're going to get to the other side of that. And it turns out, I don't think she learned a lot of fucking no. lessons. I don't think that this is an appropriate use of therapy, <laughs> if I'm being honest. Sorry, Mr. Jigsaw, if that offends you, <laughs> Mr. Snowflake. At one point, Rig is looking around his apartment. He's half naked. He looks like he's in great fucking shape. Great for him. But uh, the soundtrack suddenly goes from these whirring saws to discordant wind chimes. <laughs> Was the director like, I want... I want something that really sounds super scary. And then the sound designer is like, wait, have you ever heard like what your aunt Nancy's house is like in a slight breeze? What if it was that? (laughs) That's pretty creepy, man. She's got that one room with a lot of VHS tapes of Dateline NBC. (laughs) She could watch them online. She likes to watch them on VHS. That's weird. Enough about my aunt Nancy. Anyways, (laughs) We find out that uh, Rig has to either save his wife or save Lieutenant New Kids on the block, who it turns out uh, has been kept in the basement. And during one of the flash cuts of this reveal, we learn that he has a friend who's a rat. <laughs> I want this. It, like you tell me everyone else's crazy backstory. What's going on between these two? What are the conversations they're having? It's very tender that you just kind of stroking a fake rat. Gina, I'm going to ask you again. Is this in your cut? I don't remember a friendly rat. And I'm wondering, did they cut out the dick and the rat from the, <laughs> yeah, the cut that we watched? I don't remember the rat, too. I mean, there was a you know a, a sequence in which he's in his little jail cell and getting the slops. It's right, it's right but, after but, he tries to eat out of that dish fly two style. 
And it's just, okay. it's like a two second cut. And I'm like, wait a second. Did I just see what I thought I saw? And I had to go back and I will show you the, I, I took a screen grab of it because I couldn't believe it is true, but he is literally making friends with a rat in his six months. What are you going to do when you're, you're stuck in a jail cell and only beans have had bowls of slop once a day? <laughs> How are you going to pass the time? What is, is he's the man in the iron boot? What is, what is that leg thing that they've put him in? What is that about? At the, at the end of Saw 2, he winds up in some sort of a, a bear trap similar to Saw oh, 1. Yeah. And I think something, something, he does something in Saw 3. And that's because he's, Donnie Wahlberg is a protagonist such as there is in, in Saw oh, 2. Okay. And this movie was actually written around, they didn't know that they could get Donnie Wahlberg. So <laughs> at the end... <laughs> Literally, which is amazing. And the way it was going to go was his wife, who disappeared, uh, Riggs's wife, disappears from this movie entirely. You don't even know what yeah. happened to her. She was originally going to be the other person hanging with the ice blocks. But then they were like, oh shit, Donnie's in town. And they scrapped it all and told this woman to hit the fucking bricks, I guess, because heaven forbid we need Donnie Wahlberg. And that's going to move some tickets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they sure did, like, like broadly hit with this. Is it a pig mask or something that that he was gonna like find her in these one of these traps or something? No, nope, yeah, she's no, gone. Nope. She's at her she's at her mom's house this whole fucking time, and he never <laughs> thinks to like, hey, um, I know I'm not your favorite right now, but is your daughter at home? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. She doesn't have to come to the ho- to the phone. I just want to know if she's in residence. And never once picks up the phone to do that. Uh, the- but again, he's so he's got Donnie Wahlberg in 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 bondage for six months, yeah. and he's also like, I mean, just the, this dude's day is full. <laughs> he's got to fucking feed Donnie Wahlberg. He's got to go to the porno play, go to the 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 the, the hotel, mm-hmm. make sure he gets enough photographs of the weird uh, guy over there. He's got to go all the way over mm-hmm. there. He's got to find out about this madam. There's a lot of stuff he's got going on. A lot of a lot of fires go. And at the same time, all the shit that not none of us have seen in Saw 3 is all happening at the same time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Whatever that's happening. <laughs> all those kills and, and, and surveillances. Who even knows what's happening in that movie? And it's all happening at the same time. So, all right. Okay. Anyways, Riggs finds this lady who's none too happy to be in this chair with her ponytail stuck into the gears of this giant contraption. And it's, it's going through a, a little hole. And so if they don't stop it, it's going to pull her scalp off. Spoiler alert. It pretty much pulls her scalp off. Here's the thing I'm not quite too sure of. She is submitting herself to this in a way in the hopes that she won't die. And then she can kill Rig with a knife that she only she knows the location of instead of telling him, hey, I know where a knife is to <laughs> yeah. cut me out of this fucking thing and then taking her fucking chances in court. Yeah. I mean, like she's, I guess she's like a, a madam of some kind. Like she runs yeah. a group of sex workers sure. and you know, that, that that's a bit of a higher crime, but still yeah. that V once my, and this is the second, um, the, the autopsy was very visceral for me. The hair pulling, I was like, this is too much. Yeah. I was like, Oh God, that sucks. Um, I don't like face and, damage. Uh, it's not my yeah, thing. So I was, I was like, dude, this is I'm 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 tapping out. Take me to jail right now. <laughs> Just give up where you know where the knife is instead of going, can he put together a three number combination? 
that spins around a circle. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> <laughs> and how does he know which number goes first? Oh, I, I may have some problems with Saw, everyone. I hate, I hate to be a downer, <laughs> but I don't get it. It's just not for me. I don't mean to yuck everyone's yum, but it's yucky. As aggressively complicated as it is. It, it doesn't need to be, and none of it really pulls together. Yeah, yeah. There's always logic problems, and like again, yeah, like not to be cinemasins about it either. But like it, at a certain point when your movie is so like this is the perfect trap. Well, no, it's not because it doesn't make any fucking <laughs> sense. You know what I mean? Like, at a certain point, you have to own yeah. this. Like, I think if uh, well, we'll get to what your favorite thing is because I th- I think we're all gonna end up there anyways and choose your own death venture and I, I, I you guys are gonna have to tell me if I missed any any actual deaths because uh, I was so confused what was happening at the end I was just kind of my, my I watched it through my fingers I couldn't fucking follow it <laughs> here's another thing I wonder about Team Jigsaw what is their sleeping gas potion budget like are we talking <laughs> low <laughs> six figures how are how does this civil engineer have so much sleeping gas available to him like is he the joker is he loki the joker <laughs> i guess he's that's the only person i've seen who's got this much i put everyone to sleep gas i guess he's making it himself because he's such a genius <laughs> sure. you know what i mean you, you buy that shit in bulk and you make it at home right 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 yes well like why go to the restaurant when you can make that hamburger like you can do exactly that. it's just convenience so for sure yeah so uh hold the phone it started someone said after this and then i'm like wait a second it start. it started we're 30 minutes into this movie and it feels like there are 500 hours left in it it just <laughs> started Oh my God, what have I been watching this whole time? <laughs> right. I mean, like, wouldn't the body with the, the rib cage removed, wouldn't that have been the start of this? Theoretically, or- sure. Is that something that happens in two? Or is, or can we assume by process of elimination <laughs> that uh, that Lieutenant Dina Meyer is killed in part three? I think she, I, I saw two. She's definitely killed in part okay. three. All right. Congratulations. Yeah, that that is, I guess, the starting. But I guess what started is the 90-minute clock, which, I mean, again, for him to even get to the hotel, we're talking 45 minutes. There's traffic. He's got to park. You know what I mean? Yeah, and people, you're in the middle of Sawtown's busiest time of day at this point because everyone's trying to get home before they open a door with a, 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 a linchpin attached to it. Everyone opens fucking doors in this thing really goddamn nilly. Like at some point, don't you learn like knock or, you know, open it a little bit. Or if there's a tug, like, uh-uh, I'm going to use a different entrance. Oh yeah. They just like wave their hand in front of it. And I'm like, yep. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Or even to your point, like maybe just creep open. the door. <laughs> Like don't, do you have to fucking cop kick and open every door? Cause it might. <laughs> actually execute someone everyone <laughs> wanders into every other scene in this movie like they're in the sabotage music video <laughs> just exactly. gun drawn whack it their pants don't fit right lo and behold someone enters the movie that i haven't seen in a good minute and that's dr tomboy what's her face from cheerleader camp I don't know her real name. I know she, she was a tomboy and cheerleader camp. Betsy Russell. Betsy Russell. And she looks great. Congrats for her. It's fantastic. Turns out she was married to, to Mr. Jigsaw 
the cover boy of civil <laughs> engineering making. Dude, this is this has got second wife written all over it, by the way. And no way is this the first yeah, one. Yeah, and, and she married into this relationship to get into that high stakes, you know, <laughs> drug rehabilitation center racket. So, okay. Jigsaw never, never really raises his voice. He's always speaking in that same whisper that uh, half the cast of, of, of Juniper, uh, what is that movie where uh, there's a space dog in it? And they fight with laser guns and bees or queens. Oh, uh, Jupiter Ascending. Jupiter Ascending. All of the, you know, supposed leaders of the universe and that all speak like this. Until they speak like this. <laughs> and here it's just the small parts. It's just like, <laughs> please speak up. I, I don't have that great of a sound system. You're going to have to raise your voice a little, a little. Never does. Later. We see Detective Honeybaked Ham sitting in a chair a lot around a lot of water that's draining off of a large block of ice. And Detective New Kid on the block, whoa, 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 was on top of it hmm. with his big space boot. And he's on a chain that's <laughs> choking him. And he does smartly try to kill himself at least twice. And I'm like, good on you, Donnie. Yeah. That's where I'm at, man. Let's just cut to the chase here, Jigsaw. Yeah. I know where this is going, and it's going to involve my balls. You know what? Let's just fucking, <laughs> let's just get out of here, and now I'm dead. Congratulations. Yeah, like, there's no good end to this. And I'm no yes. longer with my best friend, Mr. Rat. My, <laughs> we shared six months of of you know marital bliss together, and so I'm just gonna see myself out in scenes that seem to last 10, 15 minutes, where he just attempts to kill himself, and someone goes, "Hey, don't." <laughs> <laughs> and he's going, "All right, cherish your cherish your life." <laughs> oh yes, that's right. Because that's, that's the bottom line. That that's just, you know, you know he he could have. He could have written a self-help yeah. book. He could have done something like The Secret <laughs> to encourage people to to cherish what they have. But no, he just goes on this like murder spree of these incredibly elaborate traps. We get a, a metric ton of backstory uh, from her. It turns out Jigsaw was married to Dr. Tomboy. Then they were pregnant at one point in time, wherever this was. And he had a workshop where he built them a crib and a creepy doll. A relationship <laughs> built to last. <laughs> Yeah, we, we learn about the tender heart of, of, of Jigsaw. Mm-hmm. He's not such a bad guy. He, he talks down to drug dealers, <laughs> drug addicts. Yeah. By 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 staring at them in a menacing manner and 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 talking to them in a voice not unlike that of Lance Henriksen. <laughs> <laughs> Which would I mean would get me to straighten up and fly right. I don't know about you guys. Absolutely. Yeah, man. Tobin Bell looks at me. I'm like, I'm good, man. <laughs> Whatever you said. Listen, I don't know what you want me to give up, but I'll do it, I guess. Exactly. My mother's maiden name is this. Here's my social. What else? Here's my here's my debit card. <laughs> exactly. Listen, I will delete that app that I spend a little bit too much money on because it's kind of a pay for play deal. But I like match three games. But I'm all right. All right. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Because he's. I mean, like, and and he. You know, I want him to be good in this because I, I like him. I like his presence. But they never give him the opportunity because he's usually just really bored or dying of cancer mm-hmm. or something. And it just it, it is very quiet. But like I kind of want a, one of these movies where he's the guy doing it. And like you get to see him be Jigsaw. Yeah. That'd be kind of fun. Yeah. Just like get him in the mix more. Why not? Um, mm-hmm. During this uh, very lengthy, uh, you know, 
the scene where <laughs> Special Agent Lorelai's crush yells like, no, no, <laughs> no, at, at Dr. Tomboy. She finally goes, hey, do you know anything about the Chinese Zodiac? fuck this are you kidding me we're come on like there's a lot of shit to follow in this movie i can't get into the chinese zodiac right now yeah i guess because it's year of the pig and he likes to wear that pig mask sometimes oh well hey man you said that sort of way to go (laughs) trust me you got me on my a game tonight (laughs) uh later on we'll learn that somehow uh, Jigsaw doesn't want to finish the work he's doing on a on a low income housing project. He's just more into tearing rapists apart. Like that's where he's put his energies into. Okay, yeah, it's a real Bruce Wayne kind <laughs> of like you could fix society with money right. and social programs. It's like, but no, I want to make all this batarang shit and beat up the homeless. So that's what. That's what that's Bruce Wayne's deal. That's very much Jigsaw's deal after the accident kind of it's a thing. So, very reactionary. Steve, it totally is. Like all this is missing is a slow motion shot of pearls hitting the sidewalk <laughs> because we have a Joe Chill at this who actually, yes. you know, ruins someone's life. And <laughs> then he gets sat into a chair we ha- where he has to push his face through knives. And that's the thing. It's like, I don't, I mean, I don't know. Maybe we all have different moral scales here, but I don't think anything Jigsaw ever does is justified, period. Yeah. So, like, why even give him a sad sack, bad sob story? It should be actually, like, either you don't know it at all, that's creepy, or it's actually something really innocuous, and he's just a total maniac. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. Yeah, yeah don't, don't make me feel sorry for the guy who, like, creates contraptions that tears people's ribs down. <laughs> yes. Precisely. Like, like, I don't know. I, I don't like, I'm not a fan of horror movies that are ambiguous and mm-hmm. how you're supposed to feel about yep. the, the killer and why he does what he does. And, you know, just give me a good guy. Give me a bad guy. Yeah. 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 And, 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 and the tension is, is he going to get him? And that's fun. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. You don't have to give some, you know, tragic backstory. Mm-hmm. And I think I think that's sort of like what the the curse of the first movie because the first movie, I mean, I which I never liked, still still do not like to this day, but it had this air of like, it was a horror movie and an indie drama at the same time, mm-hmm. and it was like kind of edgy and like it gave it this air of like sort of quote unquote prestige to it that I guess the rest of these movies thought they needed to replicate or try to have, and they really did not. No, they it's it's trying to be a you know smarter. Than, than it actually is. Yes, precisely. Always trying to have that same sort of, it's trying to Shyamalan you. Where it's like, what do oh you yeah. wait? The last 10 minutes, you're never going to guess what's going to happen. <laughs> and then they do something that you couldn't have guessed because it's like out <laughs> of fucking left field and it doesn't make the movie that necessarily better, uh, in my opinion. You, no, yeah, you're not tricking me. You're lying. <laughs> There's a difference. <laughs> That's right. Um, I did really love it. When uh, when Louis Ferrer and and Doctor Tomboy come back to have <laughs> Jigsaw sign some papers, and he's just sitting there in the corner dressed in this black velvet tracksuit, <laughs> <Yep. laughs> like he's he's mourning a loss in the T neck mob. <laughs> I'm really, really sure what that outfit is, but it's kind of like uh, this. The uh, mm, okay. <laughs> I mean, it's very comfortable for you. So congrats. Then there's this whole sequence where this guy in a no-tell motel who happens to be a rapist 
uh, decides to take out one of his eyes, and the, but then all his limbs get ripped off. Yeah, and it's this thing where it's like this officer clearly would, and I mean, I you know, I wouldn't uh, like he's like, you're, aren't you enraged by what this guy's actions are? Why don't you put him inside one of my jigsaw contraptions? And if I've been following the jigsaw case for years, like this guy has, I'm like. Yeah, no one deserves that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm just going to arrest this dude a little bit later because now I know he's a rapist. Yeah, why don't I handcuff him it. to a fucking radiator and call a yes. patrol officer to pick him up? Like, that is he, something you can do. You have yeah. all the evidence here. And I guess they're like, well, the courts won't accept evidence from Jigsaw. Uh, why not? <laughs> why not? Like, uh, uh, objection, Your Honor. Uh, inadmissible. Uh, uh, <laughs> obtained by man and pig. Okay, we're throwing it out. Yeah, counselor, are you telling me that you obtained this evidence because it was handed to you by a puppet who was riding a tricycle? <laughs> we're getting political. <laughs> hey, we won a fucking election, I think. Um, anyways, <laughs> what are we talking about again? Oh, yeah, Saw. Saw 4. Um, Saw 4, The Reckoning. Saw City... It's it's it, we get to see a different side, I assume, from the other movies because we get to see it's kicky little Chinatown, which is an alleyway with a chain link fence, like most Chinatowns <laughs> in a major metropolitan city. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? It's like three card tables and one guy who throws you know uh, firecrackers out. It's not it's, it's not exactly a celebration that that I was really anticipating here. Oh yeah, this is when he he corners the guy that is, in a very Godfather two esque uh, sequence uh, uh, <laughs> when he corners the guy that actually caused his wife to miscarriage. Yes. His Joe Chill, and, as it were. Yeah. Yes, and he's wearing his pig mask because you're the pig. And oops, I guess he likes that going forward. Yeah, it worked once. Why won't it work every single time? Uh, here's a little fun sound note that I picked up during the sequence, and that is that a lot of of the cut transitions are accompanied by the sound of electro zapping spider-man <laughs> it's a very unique sound that doesn't seem to make but it's all that like, <laughs> like, um, okay but like he's pushing his face through knives it's not really an electricity based contraption uh, fuck i don't care i don't care so yeah joe chill decides i'm gonna give this a whirl and instead of just going one, two, three Z's and just pushing through and headbutting that motherfucker, he's like, what if I do this slow? What if I get, what if I slowly <laughs> press my face through these knives? Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. Again, just I'll bleed out. Thanks, but <laughs> yeah, no thanks. Just, just going to saw my wrist back and forth and go, I'm not giving you the satisfaction, motherfucker. And just mm -hmm. being done with it. <laughs> like in all of the Friday the 13th movies that we watched, Gina, there was always one death where someone just looks at either Jason or the unknown killer and just goes, I've had a good life. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's been a good run, dude. <laughs> I almost smell you later. I almost got laid by that guy in the wheelchair. Like it was this <laughs> close. And then it didn't happen. So I'm going to fade nighty night. Uh, yeah, exactly. Like not, not for myself. For somebody else, maybe I would push my face through knives, but I'm not doing it for myself. Fuck me, dude. I'm out. I'm good to go. Yeah. Like on the other side of this, I got a lot of knife uh, facing <laughs> happening. <laughs> Whereas um, you've already had your wrists jabbed into those sharp objects. Like, just let it go. Like, you know, 
put on some Leonard Cohen. Like, give me a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> what I think is funny. What, what I think is the funniest thing about that scene is like he does manage to get his face all the way through. Don't ask me how. <laughs> And then, and then basically, like, he just runs at song and falls into, like, this, like, hillbilly wrestling <laughs> trap. <laughs> That's the thing that I, that I, that really pissed me off. I'm like, you know what, Jigsaw? I played your game. Yeah. And he's like, hey, come on. Come on. You gotta do something. You gotta do something. And then he just sidesteps him like Bugs Bunny uh, fighting a bull. Yes. And he ends up in this, this, uh, like, laundry cart full of razor wire. This is when he gets the ECW championship belt, and it's a, big, it's a really important moment. And if I if that had happened, I'm guessing that that ring would have ended up full of chairs. <laughs> have you seen that clip where, like, I think Cactus Jack wins a championship, and the entire ring ends up full of chairs, and the announcer's like, "Please stop throwing chairs into the ring." <laughs> I mean, I do think that's that was sort of. The, I mean, I, I, I imagine Mick Foley has more to say about this, but like when you're known as extreme guy, people would probably like bot, like poke him with shit on the subway right. and be like, "Dude, could you not? I'm with my kid right now." That's my day job. I don't, exactly. I don't come to your sandwich shop and like drop kick you. All right, like just <laughs> let me be. Okay, I'm just trying to get across town. So from this point on, like it's just a race to the finish where you set up a bunch of things where. Uh, Louis Ferrer takes off his coat and he's got a big uh, crab claw on his neck for, for some reason. And he can't. That was a bit unexpected for sure. Yeah. <laughs> like he's been through one of these things and he's like, hey, wait a second. Why don't you go through it again? If you can't bring someone over to your fucking side at this point, like what is the <laughs> recruitment process here? It's just like, all right, fine. So meanwhile, you know, detective a new kid on the block is continuing to slippy slide and detective <laughs> honey baked ham is just going, oh, and you're like, well, he's definitely in on it because that's the saw thing. One of those people in the room is fucking in on it. So it's not that big of a surprise. And then uh, there's a big note on the doors like, don't come in here. This is the final test. Don't do this. And even and Detective Nukin on the block's like, don't open the door. And he's like, I'm gonna, gonna open the door, right? Don't open the door. I'm yeah. gonna I'm coming in. Don't open the door. All right, you want me to open the door? Okay. I'm gonna kojack my way through this motherfucker. All right, hold on there. I, I'm hearing you yell, "Open the door!" No, I'm saying, "Don't." I'm, I'm hearing do. <laughs> Is that a Canadian accent thing? Because I don't really get it. Like, I'm just going to come in through the door. Don't. And he does anyways. And then everyone starts shooting. And then, and Louis Ferrer looks up to the ceiling because who wouldn't? <laughs> there are two massive ice blocks on either side of, of, of New Kid on the block. And as soon as he comes through the door... Those two things come and smash his head on head in. And I'm like, Oof. finally, like something that's fun. Yes, it is. Wow. <laughs> and also, how is he keeping those ice blocks chilled? My question. <laughs> is, are there just like just on the ground level? It's super hot. Like heat yeah. rises, everyone. That's how <laughs> heat works. But I'm not on the cover of Civil Engineering Magazine. So what the fuck <laughs> would I know? So in between all this. You get to see Special Agent Lorelai's now husband running around with his gun drawn. 
and he finally finds this one lock with a key and he goes in and there's this other guy there and he's like hey i want my kid back and then they shoot each other a little bit and there's jigsaw like dead on a table and i assume shawnee smith because it's the same you know uh runner's bra (laughs) yeah i think that's supposed to be her (laughs) I'll, I'll, you know, it seems like it is. And then there's another. There's somebody that, yeah, somebody there whose like head is like basically a pile of hamburger. She (laughs) she appears to be wearing that flying saucer magnet thing from Wild Wild West. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Like that is a, that was the movie they decided to reference. Okay, sure. And in a horror sequel, man, I should be able to just pop it on and enjoy. And I'm not doing any of that. I don't need to have met any of these people before i don't need to yes. know their names it, just in media res catch me up as we go give some of them a funny habit maybe one of them wanders around and says i've been rejected by some of the finest horror and sci-fi magazines known to this country and you're like oh i know who that asshole is and you move on but here i need to know everything about everybody and in the end i only know like half the shit it's wild. I It's insane. I just don't get it. It's just not my thing, and it's too green. And even the presence of Louis Ferreira isn't enough to make me like it, and usually <laughs> it would. Gina, any final thoughts about Saw 11D, whatever the fuck this is? It's got some Roman numerals in it. I, I don't think that... Uh, um, the long time ago, I read a review of a movie, The Two Jakes, <laughs> and... and it said that the problem with the two Jakes is that you need to watch Chinatown approximately 17 seconds before putting on the two Jakes. <laughs> Otherwise, you are going to be completely lost. Uh-huh. And I, I, I figured that by the end of the movie, some of you know the 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 saw the sawverse mm-hmm. the saw lore would be a little more clear to sure. me. That this movie is just so far up its own ass with trying to to present a, a moral lesson that's you know really super bloody and gory and and you know yeah these are these are terrible things that he's doing but these people are also really terrible people mm. and it's no i mean again you, you can't compare the serial rapist to to the guy who's a workaholic <laughs> <laughs> you really you really really can't those those people are not on the same level and do not deserve the same sort of torment and violence and and I I would be a little again it's it's very much uh, you know trying to take a page from seven with the whole you know yeah I killed all of the people but they you know they really deserved yeah. it <laughs> and and I, I think that seven you know which was over the top in its own way but I think that it, it was kind of more artful about yeah. it for lack of a better lack of a better word. But it is trying for that whole, you know, nihilist, you know, all of your efforts were for naught and, and, you know, now everybody's dead and we're right back where we started from. And it's just like, yeah, well, <laughs> I guess, okay. I mean, at least like, you know, if, if, if they, you know, had stayed with the original idea of having you know the wife be the person that Riggs was trying to rescue. And again, that's, that's probably cutting a little too close to seven. Yeah. Then, then maybe I would have been a little more invested in, in these characters, but, but yeah, as, as mentioned earlier, you know, you're supposed to come in, you're supposed to know these characters and love them and don't want anything to happen to them. And it's just like, mm, there's too many characters in here. <laughs> and, and I can't keep track of who they yeah. are. Again, a, a lot of them look way too much alike, which is, which is a bizarre choice. 
yeah and and again a, a horror movie should not be this convoluted yeah. I mean, you're not Robert Eggers. You don't need to be making you know, high art with your torture porn. <laughs> yes. Uh, all right, Steve, what say you about this? this yeah, I mean, I this is my third Saw movie. I know it's sadly not my last because it's what I've chosen to do with my life. <laughs> but um, it's it's not for me. It's never been for me. It's And this one, it just, it's, to Gina's point, the stupid nihilism really weighs on you because there's nobody you like. There's no one even kind of even sort of trying to do good, I guess, that's Rig, who's actually like a fine character and a person of color that's the lead of a movie like this isn't a bad idea, but he disappears for swaths at a time yeah. and you have to care about whatever else Jigsaw's fucking, uh, you know, mortgage payment was or whatever <laughs> his domestic drama is. And it just didn't hit, hit it for me. And I just think that some some more, I I, uh, I put this, I ranked this above two because the kills are better in this at the very least, but that's just, they're not even fun. It's at the very least, I, I don't know, <sighs> is all I can say. <laughs> I'm I'm right there with you. Uh, it's It's not for me. I can understand someone who, who saw this and, and loved the communal aspect of going to the movies at Halloween and watching a horror movie with a bunch of people. And, you know, maybe you got close to maybe some over the clothes action with that girl from English class. That's great. It's fantastic. I'm not going to take that away from you. It's just not my deal. You know what my deal is? Choose your own death venture. And that is where we decide of the deaths, and there are many. In this motion picture, if you were forced to die that way, which one would you choose and why? Buckle up, everybody. I'm going to try this. We'll see what happens. So, up for bid, we have get beaten to death by a mute Louis Ferreira, <laughs> have your scalp ripped off, and then thrown through a mirror? Take an ice hammer to the eyeball before having your limbs ripped off. Bleed out from deadly acupuncture. Launch a steel rod through your face. That photographer didn't do anything bad to anybody. <laughs> she just got a steel rod through her fucking face. That's not cool. Uh, then you have a uh, face uh, knife lever with the razor wire laundry cart guy. Uh, you have the block of ice smash. You could get shot. You could get shot. You could get shot some more. <laughs> You could die with a wild, wild west saucer on your neck. And I don't know what happened to your face, but it didn't look good. Or you could die of cancer or locked in a room. Maybe he gets out in five. I'll never find out. Uh, so, Steve, uh, you're our guest. And that means you get to go first. Well, I'm glad because I, 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 I had when when you said this is what you guys do at the end, I immediately knew what I wanted to answer. And then I was like, oh, shit, wait, if I choose this. Because my, my answer is the ice blocks because wowza, sure, yeah. is that something else? Uh -huh. And it seems actually pretty quick, right? Quick and efficient. You, you're out of the equation almost immediately. I mean, your last thought is, oh, fuck ice. <laughs> but other than that, I was more concerned, like, do I have to live in Jigsaw's do I have to be being choked at the same time? That I'm not so into, but I'm going to go ice blocks. Uh, and by the way, people would talk about you for a really long oh, time. Oh, listen, the rumor is, is that you <laughs> liked being choked for 90 minutes while standing <laughs> on a block of ice. And like, what was yes. that like sexually? Because we all know that's a thing. 
And that's what they're <laughs> going to talk about, Steve. And I'm going to say, I don't think that happened, but I don't know. Like at a certain point, people are just going to believe what they believe. <laughs> so you, and I, I'm, that's part and parcel of it, but I believe that's a legitimate choice, uh, especially because you go out quick. Gina, what say you? Yeah, I mean, out of all of them, I, mean, I don't think he probably, he probably didn't see the ice blocks coming. <laughs> so that that's, you know, I, I don't like the choking part too much, yeah. but, but you know, his is the, certainly the quickest. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean that, that one that really, the one that really shook me was the, 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 those like arrows or something through the, the, yeah, the that couple. sort of the, the sharpened steel rods and the acupuncture yeah. sort of set. Yeah, yeah. That, that one kind of shook me up out of, out of, out yeah. of most of them, but, um, but yeah, I think just for you know a quick and cowardly way out, the, the you know ice blocks, ice blocks to the noggin are going to do it. Yeah, um, you know, uh, th- there's not a lot of great options here, and the ice block thing is at least definitive. <laughs> like it's done, but you're also choking for so so long, and we don't know what happens to that one agent who gets shot in the face through um, a doll. Mm. But she seems to still be breathing when she's carted away. So I, yeah, I all he said her. was that she was she was in surgery or something. Yeah. I don't think I don't think he said anybody was supposed to say she died or not. Yeah, I think I'm just gonna go out being shot like Louis Ferreira because at least then I die being Louis Ferreira, Canadian <laughs> yeah, superstar. Yeah, some pretty you have some pretty dumb hair in it though. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it really really does. It's you got not like some sort way. of you got some sort of like you know, like. 70s like like Sydney Lumet character hair <laughs> for no good reason. Yeah, I got serious bad businessman in Gotham vibes from his suit. <laughs> it, it did not. Uh, but still, for that moment, I would get to be Louis Ferreira, and that's worth it because then I would have all that Canadian TV money to retire on and free health care. So that just about does it. Before we go, of course, Steve, uh, people should know uh, where you come from. But if they don't happen to, please tell them so that they can start listening immediately. Oh, thank you so much. And thank you both for having me on. This has been super fun. Uh, we've all talked to each other on Twitter. It was nice to meet you pseudo in person or as in person as we can get these days. True. Yes. Um, the I'm part of a podcast called We Hate Movies. Uh, we are a bad movie podcast where once a week on Tuesdays, we drop a new episode on movies that are bad. We talk about them for about now, goddamn two hours at this point um, <laughs> and uh, make a lot of silly jokes and bad impressions mm-hmm. and, uh, and and go on uh, really long tangents about God knows what, uh, usually bathroom related or hot dog related or eating a hot dog <laughs> in the bathroom, depending on. So if any of that sounds uh, to, to your fancy, go to whmpodcast.com. You'll find out all about us and all that stuff. We have a Patreon as well. That gets even more stuff, but I'm not going to bore you guys. Go to whmpodcast.com and thank you. For having oh, me. an absolute uh, dream come true. Uh, uh, we're genuine fans and I'm so happy to have you. I, I particularly recommend the Blame It on Rio episode. It's probably one of the <laughs> funniest, just, just you know, wall pockets, one of the funniest things I've ever listened to. I, oh, thank you. I particularly love, and I didn't think I would, but I can't, I just remember laughing so very hard at your three men and a baby episode <laughs> of just do, Picking apart the fact that all of this is really a Coke deal gone wrong in this family movie. 
You gotta watch it. Gotta watch these movies close, man. They'll sneak, they'll sneak a coke, coke deal on you like that. <laughs> and you guys, I I think this is coming out the week we're recording, and it'll be a couple weeks for this coming out. But I think you're also covering Ten to Midnight, which I can't wait to listen to because we had a lot of fun talking about that with your your castmate Eric on our show. I know he he was he was happy to go back to it. Yeah, it's it's a fun that's a fun fun weird movie. <laughs> super super weird, and I'm sure you didn't have as many arcane L.A. references as I don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> it means nothing to you <laughs> where they're driving, and I'm like, wait just a second, that was used in Beverly Hills Cop, and people are like, oh my <laughs> god. Why do I listen to this? <laughs> Anyways, uh, that just about does it for us. Uh, Gina, where can people find you on these here internets? I am a writer over at thespool.net. I review um, movies and television. I am also on Twitter under porcelain seven ten. Do it today, people. Check it out. We're on Twitter. We are on, we got a Facebook group. Uh, we got Instagram. We got Letterboxd. Uh, of course, our Patreon for extra uh, materials. Uh, I'm sure we're going to have a fun one for November. I don't know what it is. It's going to be listener's choice. And... Of course, uh, uh, you've got Dish by Dish on every other week where we talk about an episode of Hannibal and drool over the food, which might be made out of people. And next week on, or at least two weeks from now on Kill by Kill, we'll be talking about the direct-to-video wonder that is Doppelganger. Yes, (laughs) we're unlocking it from Patreon, a movie which we were told you won't believe the ending. And lo and behold, you don't believe any of the five endings it gives you. <laughs> Fucking insane. And Drew Barrymore is underage and constantly in a shower. It was very uncomfortable to watch that with my wife, but we did. <laughs> um, and that just about does it for myself, for Gina, and for Steve. Don't worry, folks. The body count will continue. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye. Bye-bye. Thanks again. <laughs> <laughs>